We have to very politely tell them that uh, their expectations are a little bit unrealistic. Or as one of my colleagues put it once, excuse me, madam, this is medicine, not magic. Guess what, folks? It's Monday. Monday at 11 o'clock. Welcome to the Chaz Palmetary Podcast. Got a great show today. We got got to get the ladies out there. We got a big female following, you know, John. Big female following. And so we want the ladies out there, too, with the men today. Because you know what? This might be just as important for the men, I'm thinking. But before I tell you who it is, don't forget to go to my website, chazpalmentary.net. You can see all the lineup of my shows. John, where am I going to be, John, the next few weeks? Okay, the first one you're going to be in is March 9th in Niagara Falls at the Avalon Theater. March 9th, Niagara Falls. March 23rd, you're going to be in New London, Connecticut at the Guard Arts Center. Right. April 13th, you're going to be in Clarksburg, Virginia at the Robinson Grand Performing Arts Center. And then April 20th, you're going to be in Atlantic City at the Ocean Resorts Casino. Atlantic City at the Ocean Resorts. Atlantic City. Wait, don't let's not forget June now. I'm gonna be back at the Paramount in Huntington. What is that? June 26th? 23rd. 23rd. June 23rd. Okay, so here we go. Um also don't forget to go to my restaurants. White Plains, I'm telling you, we do the best pizza. The best. We got a honey pepperoni pizza that will knock you out. That's right, you heard it right. Honey pepperoni, incredible pizza. 260 or oh, 264 uh, Main Street in White Plains and 30 West 46th Street in New York. Now, we don't have pizza in New York, only in White Plains. So come and check it out and go to chazpalmentary.net. So my next guest, let me tell you something about my, you know, you want to talk about credentials? All right, folks. You want to see I got important people on this, on this podcast? All right. He was named one of the top New York, top doctors in New York, top cosmetic doctors in Westchester Magazine, one of the top. He was in top doctors in New York Magazine, past president NYS Derm, Derm Society. Am I saying it right? Yeah. New York State Derm Society. New York State Derm, Derm Society. Conducted clinical trials for the FDA for 15 years on multiple types of Botox and Phyllis. He's trained at Yale undergrad, Columbia Met, and Dermatology. Currently teaches dermatology at Columbia Presbyterian, besides having one of the most successful practices in all New York. He's a dear friend of mine, and um, we talked about it one day. I said, you know what? You got to come on my podcast. My pleasure. And ladies and gentlemen, Dr. David Bank. Thank you so much for having me, Chaz. Doc, uh, I, I have to say, I mean, I mean, dermatology is, especially uh, what you do right now is, is huge right now, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, when I first started in dermatology, which was a number of years ago, right. it was primarily medical dermatology or traditional dermatology, but it's evolved enormously. And I've been on the cutting edge ever since the beginning as you noted in the introduction, right. I've been involved in the FDA clinical trials from the very beginning for Botox and all sorts of fillers. And basically, when I practice now, 
many of the products that I use are actually products that I did the FDA trials for. So you really feel confident and safe of what you give people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was a principal investigator in most of these trials, bringing them to the U.S. market. Wow. I mean, that alone, if I was looking to do that, which sooner or later I will be at your office. <laughs> I'm no, getting... Not you, Chaz. No, no. Hey, listen, I have no qualms with that. If I want to look better, I don't give a damn. I mean, what's the big deal? So what? You know, I, I'm, listen, you know, I don't, I'm a big believer in, in, in cosmetic surgery. You know, your wife wants to get, uh, well, you don't do boobs, but if your wife wants to get your boobs up, uh, uh, you know, why not? Hey, she wants to look good. Damn, why not? You want to get Botox, cheeks, lips? I could give two shits. Absolutely. I, I think it's great. I mean, why not look the best? I mean, what's the, the question I wanted to ask you? I mean, why do you, what do you, you do this? I mean, why do you love this? I mean, because I know you're very good at it, obviously. Thank you. Why do you love it so much of what you do? Well, actually, you, you just kind of alluded to it. One of the reasons I love getting up every morning and going to the office is I help people love to the way they look. Right. I love that they look in the mirror and they love the way they look. Now, I know what you're saying, but, you know, we, we, we speak the truth here. Did you ever get somebody who comes to you and... Um, uh, like hand you a, a magazine and go, could you make me look like her? Did, does that ever happen? Something <laughs> yes, like that? Yes, yes. That has happened more than once. Really? Yeah. Where, where someone will come in with a photograph of some famous model or whoever it is in a magazine and uh, the person really just doesn't look anything like that. Right. And we have to very politely tell them that uh, their expectations are a little bit unrealistic. Or as one of my colleagues put it once, excuse me, madam. This is medicine, not magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously you can't say that, but but that is funny. That I mean, so you just kind of tell them, look, I if that's what you're looking for, I'm not the guy, right? I can't do this. Right, right. Basically, I always start off by giving a person a mirror and saying, let's take a look together. Why didn't you show me what's on your mind? Why didn't you show me what you see? Because sometimes what I'll see is not what the person is noticing themselves. So we'll go over what their concerns are, what their desires are, and I'll try to get a feel for them. I think you treat everybody as an individual. Right. And then the bottom line is you also want to get a sense of them as a person. Are they realistic? Are they unrealistic? So again, going back to your example, the woman who comes in who doesn't look anything like the picture she's showing me, I have to politely try to say, look, Let's look in the mirror together. Let's put this picture down. Show me what's bothering you. And let's talk about what we can do about it. And if I get the sense that she's not following me and she's just still thinking about that picture, then I will politely um, decline taking the case. Really? Yeah. And this is for men too now, right? Absolutely. I would say over 20% of the patients that we treat are men. In fact, I was uh, mentioning before I came over here, my last patient of the day was a gentleman, handsome young man, uh, came in for Botox and filler, and you know he comes in on a regular basis, and so does his wife. Well, you say a regular basis, once every three months? Uh, Botox is typically every three or four months. Fillers can be six, nine, 12 months. Oh, so when you say fillers, yeah. they last longer than Botox? Yes. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, Botox, which by the way, at this point is almost like saying Kleenex because it's the brand that everybody knows, but there are several different products that do the same thing. Um, and we were involved in the trials for those. The names aren't actually important, right? Uh, but they work to relax muscles. So the main place where we use the Botox group is this sort of upper part of the face, the, the eyes, in and between the eyebrows, the forehead, et cetera, because yeah. that's mostly muscle activity. From here down, that's more where we use fillers because as we age, it's been scientifically shown that we lose volume. We lose it in the temples. We lose it under the eyes. We lose it in the cheeks. We lose it in the lower cheeks. Mm. We lose it down here. So basically, fillers are designed to, correctly done, put back things where they used to be. Right. I mean, I didn't realize that, but I, I think you explained it to me. Was it you? Because people always go, why is it older people get older and, and it looks like their nose and ears get bigger? Not really. It's just that you lose everything. Right. And it makes it, your nose and your ears look bigger. Exactly. So a youthful face has that heart shape to it, or it's sometimes described as an upside down triangle. And then as we lose volume and we lose elasticity, the triangle turns upside, turns right side up and everything comes down here. Oh. And so it may, changes so all. So the triangle usually is like this. As you get older, it goes like that. Yeah, exactly. So the bottom line is, as you said, wow. uh, the, the whole geometry of the face changes. And correctly done, you're trying to put things back where they were. Now, again, some people, so we say to people, we're going to try to make you, we can't really turn back the clock, but we're going to try to make you look like the best version of yourself, realistically. And then the bottom line is, some people may say, okay, but you know what? I always had really thin lips and I don't want huge lips, but I'd like my lips to be a little bigger than they ever were. And we say, sure, we can do that. And then we basically listen to the patient. And as long as they're realistic, we go for it. Okay. But then why is that? And I always go, is it the doctor's fault? Is it the patient's fault? You see some girls and you look at their lips and you go, oh, come on, man. <laughs> you know, it's that Daffy Duck look. Right. What didn't the doctor say to her to say, honey, listen, I, I'm telling you, I can't do it this big. Or does does the patient overrule you and go, I don't care. I want my lips to be bigger. It's a great question. And it comes up more frequently than sometimes we wish it would. Right. Um, I, I think it's there's a little bit of both. Um, I mean, number one, again, as a physician, you're trained to listen to your patient. Right. On the other hand, you have to use your own judgment. So again, as another colleague of mine jokingly says, you know, we've got some people who come in and their lips are in two different time zones. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if I have a person who comes into me who's already been to several doctors and they've already had a lot of filler put in their lips and it already looks exaggerated or to use your right. term Daffy Duck right. or whatever, and they say, I want more, I want my lips bigger, then again, I'm just not comfortable doing that. You can decline. I, I, I will decline, yes. I mean, right. we have the good fortune here that these are not medically necessary procedures, so you're not refusing somebody a life-saving right. uh, treatment. Right. So if you feel it's not the right thing to do, then you're within your right to say, you know what, I'm just not comfortable. Right, I mean, because your referral is everything, right? Of course. Your, your work is all referral in a way. Correct. 
I mean, because you want somebody to go, oh my God, you look so great. You know, your lips look so, who did your lips though? Dr. David Bank. Or you don't want it to be bad and go Dr. David Bank. You don't want that. Right, exactly. You don't want your name, you don't want somebody walking around with your name on their lips if their lips don't look good. (laughs) Very good, very good, David. Their name on your lips, I like that. Now, is it mostly, what do you mostly do every day? Is it always, is it a lot of Botox, a lot of fillers? My personal day is, is mostly doing Botox and fillers. Um, and again, uh, the great thing now, and as I mentioned before, we were responsible for a lot of these FDA trials. Um, we have multiple different fillers. Um, so we think of it as a toolbox with a lot of different tools in it. So some of them are thicker, some of them are thinner, some of them are a little bit more malleable, some are a little firmer. Yeah. So basically... When you're working on a person's face, you can use just the right filler in just the right place to create just the right effect. You're not stuck wow. with just one filler, one size fits so all. So you decide what kind of filler that works for that person's exactly, face. Exactly, exactly. And we'll use a different one perhaps in the cheek that we probably would use in the lips. I got to tell you, it makes me want to try it. <laughs> I can't lie. What do you think, John? Before we leave here, you got to show me. What do you think I need, Doc? I, you know, I, it's it's really fascinating to me. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, I go to the gym to work out to have my body look better. What's the big deal? Yeah, I mean, again, um, you, you things, have, things have certainly changed a lot. Um, it used to be, because I've been doing this for over 25 years, that um, people who would go for Botox or have fillers would be very hush-hush about it. They, they wouldn't discuss it. They wouldn't admit it. But now it's become so commonplace that people talk about it much more freely. They're much more open about it, and I think that's great. You know, it's funny because it's kind of, I'm thinking about it. You know, David, it's a double-edged sword because you want to look better, but you don't want to look like not yourself. Right. So your best work is when somebody doesn't know that they did something. Right. I mean, basically, we always um, like it when our patients come back and the greatest compliment I get is a patient says to me, my friends are all telling me how great I look, but they can't put their finger on it. They're asking me, have you been away? Did you change your hair? Um, Are you sleeping better? Are you sleeping better? Uh, Did you change your makeup? Um, Something, you got a good night's sleep. Something's different. Well, what is it? Really? Wow. That, that to me is, is, is the greatest compliment. I, I, I don't personally take it always, I wouldn't necessarily always take it as a great compliment if somebody said, oh, I like your lips or, oh, I like your Botox. That, that to me sometimes speaks that maybe it, it shows a little it too much. It shows a little too much. Yeah. Now, do you get women in there? Have you ever got women in there? Because I, from, what I, from what I understand is, People who come into you now are, are younger and younger all the time. Absolutely, right? yeah. I've been hearing that a great deal. Yeah, we're we're getting we're getting patients now. Again, I've been doing this over twenty five years, right? Um, and we're getting patients um, in their early to mid twenties, um, and that age group mostly is coming in either for Botox or actually for a little bit of lip enhancement. That those are the two most popular things in that yeah, age. I, I got to be honest with you, David. Now, why would somebody in their early twenties or mid twenties come in for Botox? I mean, it's a great question. That's a great question, and we we sometimes call it jokingly baby Botox. And 
one of the reasons they're coming in is interestingly prevention. So bottom line wow. is bottom line yeah. is um, many people resemble or take after more one parent than the other parent, and they kind of recognize that. And it may either be in their appearance or it might even be in their facial expressions. So if, for instance, uh, the, a person comes in and they happen to make the same scowl that their father or mother makes, and their father or mother have deep, really deep lines, they say, oh, no, no, I don't want to go down that path. I want to prevent it before it happens. So they'll come in and we'll use much smaller doses and just a drop of Botox to just gently relax those muscles so that they don't go down that road. And basically they use that parent almost as a crystal ball and say, wow, I can see my future. I don't want to go there. I, I've never heard of it. That's incredible. So they, it's actually prevention. It's prevention. So because the mother or father has a scowl or something, that means they're going to have it too, usually? Well, again, not 100%, but right. most of us tend to take after one parent or the other in many ways. And again, it doesn't even have to be exactly how you look. For some of these things, it can be the facial expressions that you make. So the scowl is just an easy one right, right, to, yeah. to get. So if you have a parent that's always scowling or always concentrating or grimacing, and you notice that you're making that same expression, and that parent has really deep lines that you could park a Hummer in, then basically the bottom line is they say, you know what? I see my future, and I don't like that. I don't like where this is going. And fortunately, I can do something about it they don't have to come in every three months. They may come in once or twice a year, a couple little drops, just to keep the muscles relaxed so they don't break down that collagen in the skin and get those lines. Wow. What happens? Did you ever get someone who comes in and it's just too late? Um, <laughs> you know, the, li <laughs> the lines are all over. You go, ah, what, what could I do here? Um, there are definitely people who you wish had come in a little bit earlier. Right. <laughs> uh, so again, it all comes down to uh, realistic expectations um, on being on the same page with that patient. So for instance, um, you might say, okay, if I look at this person, there's no way I can make all those lines go away. There's no way I can- No matter how much filler- No, if I fill And also we don't, we don't use just filler and Botox. We have all the latest lasers and skin tightening devices oh. and other things. So it's, you know, Botox and filler are just two of the tools. You do red light therapy? We too? have red light therapy. We have lasers to get rid of brown spots. We have lasers for wrinkles. We have lasers to enhance really? your skin texture, tone, get rid of fine lines, sun damage, stimulate collagen, tighten. There's all sorts of incredible technologies because actually the Botox and filler are under the skin, the skin it's, is actually the canvas itself. So you need to do all this work, but depending on how much sun damage there is, depending on how much, you know, other genetic stuff's going on in the skin itself, you may have to do some work on the skin as well. But to answer your question, uh, bottom line is, again, if I say to the person, okay, here's that mirror. What are you trying to achieve? Right. What's your goal? What's your goal? What's your right. goal? And if the person says, I want to look 18 again, then I politely excuse myself and say, I have a phone call I have to take. Right, right. But the bottom line is, if they say, look, 
I get it. I'm, I've got a lot of lines. I got a lot of wrinkles. I don't expect them all to be gone. But the one thing that really drives me crazy is these lines here. Can you do something to soften up these lines here? If you do that, Doc, I'll be happy. Um, oh. And I say, okay, I can work with that. That's fine. We can, we can do some filler. We can do a little skin tightening, um, maybe a couple of other little maneuvers. And bottom line is that person still has all the other lines and wrinkles. But if I've solved the problem that they've come in for, that's a happy patient. Right, because when they look in the mirror, that's all they see is that, those lines. Right. They don't see the other ones, right? Right, exactly. That's exactly right. So again, listening to the patient's crucial. Wow. I mean, do you ever get somebody that comes in and wants something? I mean, a young person. And you say, sweetie, you, you, you're, just, you're just too young. I, I, I can't do anything with you. Yes, absolutely. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I, I have no problem doing that. And again, um, it's often happily in a very positive way, which is to say, bottom line is you're a young, very attractive person. I'm not going to lie. It's often a very young, attractive person. And your cheeks are full. Your lips are full. You don't have any lines. And the bottom line is at least a little, if they say, I don't, I, I don't again, go back to that same, that same line. Because these are always go first, I guess, right? They go first. But, yeah. but you point out to them, Go to a nursery, look at babies. Even babies have little lines there. The only thing that doesn't have a line there is a mannequin. So the bottom line is Whoa. you say to them, you know what? I see your lines, but you haven't lost any volume. If I get rid of your lines, you're going to look like a mannequin. And trust me, you're not going to be happy either with how you look and you're not going to be happy with me. So do me a favor. You look great. Enjoy it. Wait. Maybe wait. Maybe come back five, ten years, and we'll talk about it. I mean, I, the more more doctors should be like you, David. Seriously. I mean, look Thank at the you. look at the poor Ma Michael Jackson. I mean, come on. Yeah. When he kept going, didn't the doctor look at each other and go, I, I, "Michael, I, 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 we can't do this, Michael." Right. But they just. You know, he probably said, I'll give you half a million dollars, and they did it. Well, the, the problem you also get into is that um, he, I, again, I never treated Michael Jackson. I don't know yeah, who I treated Michael I Jackson, yeah. so I, I want to start with that caveat. Yeah. But, but, but the point is that the first doctor who maybe did something and it was reasonable right. may have actually had integrity. And when, I assume Mr. Jackson, Michael, yeah. asked for something that maybe went too far, that first doctor may have said, you know what, I'm not comfortable doing this. But the problem then is, it's not that hard for Michael Jackson to go find another doctor right, yeah, yeah. who's willing to, to take it. the money, cash the check, yeah. and do it. And so, you know, I live with that every day too. I, I fully, you know, realize that that woman with the lips that I think are already too full, who I politely say, I'm just not comfortable putting more in, I'm I'm aware of the fact that she may go down the block or go somewhere else and, and find okay. a doctor who will do it. But, well, but at least I, I get yeah. to sleep at I get, you to, get sleep to sleep at night. night. And that, but that's also why you have an impeccable reputation. Thank you. Uh, you know, when people up here in Westchester or even in Manhattan come up, when people from Manhattan come up to here, yeah. hello, that says something. 
Because there's a lot of great doctors in Manhattan too. Absolutely, no shortage. No shortage. So when when I see, when I hear people come up to see you up here in Westchester, uh, now you're in your office. Do you have other doctors who do what you do too? Yes, um, uh, we have other doctors in the they office. Do different things. Right. We have doctors who do both. Some of the doctors do some of the same work that I do. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, we still do traditional medical dermatology. So I have a skin cancer specialist doctor. Right. Um, we also have you know, a physician assistant who sees a lot of the medical stuff. And then I have an incredible staff um, who do a lot of the technologies we were talking about before. And they've been with me forever. One of whom uh, I'll give a shout out to uh, his name, Lisa. Lisa. And Lisa has been with me since my 31-year-old son was three months old. Oh, my gosh. She's been with you that long? Yeah, Lisa's been with me that long. She's, wow, wow. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good to get great help. But when you talk about, the, so as a doctor, dermatologist, unequivocally, I want to say this right now, is the sun bad for you? Yes. <laughs> you didn't even think about that. Didn't have to think so about it. So if you want to stay wrinkle-free and stay young-looking, stay out of the sun. Well, again, we're realists. Right. Um, bottom line is it's fun to do outdoor activities. Right. It's fun to play tennis. It's fun to play golf. It's fun to go boating. It's fun to do a million. You, you name right. it. It's you, fun you to go be on your boat. You have it, right? Absolutely. So um, we're not asking people to be hermits or vampires and stay inside and stay in the dark. Right. The only thing we're asking is use sun protection. Use a little common sense. If you're going to be out, put some sunscreen on. If you're going to play tennis, perhaps if it's possible, play it a little earlier in the morning, play it a little later in the afternoon. You know, wear a hat. Wear a hat. Yeah, that's all. So we're not trying to take away people's joy and lives and all the fun they have outside. Right, right. We're just saying, try to protect yourself. Wow. In, in, in medicine that you do, are there any new procedures that are really getting people like raving about anything new? Well, one of the things that we have that's new, that's fun, um, is something called a hydrofacial, which is a really great... Um, procedure that uses a it's a water-driven system right but basically it simultaneously works to exfoliate the skin deep clean out the pores and then rehydrate the skin afterwards so it's a relatively quick procedure it's not painful um, but it's incredibly healthy for the skin and people love it there are different solutions that we use there are different things really? that can be added to it that can then be infused into the skin for health reasons and to give different looks but bottom line is uh people come out and they're just glowing they're radiant um it's a fantastic procedure and how long does that take when somebody they're wants actually that? i'm sorry to over to interrupt no, no, your chest. um they're actually fairly quick maybe 15 20 minutes really yeah and no, and no downtime. And no downtime. Yeah, I have to. I have to say, my my beloved wife just had her first one, and she could not stop raving, and her skin is glowing. Really? Right. Wow. And men get it too. Absolutely. Might have to come and visit you, David. Anytime, Chad. I might have to come and visit him. The door is always the door open. Door is open. I might have to say, well, what do you think? If uh, if I wanted to do, I mean. Well, look, you know, I'm people, I mean, I'm, I'm not a kid, you know, but, uh, you know, 
I think about it sometimes, and maybe one day, who knows? Chaz, yeah. a- anytime you want. Well, I don't think you need a thing, but anytime ah, you want to come in. You're a good doctor. You're a, you're a good doctor. Now, where, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, excuse me, if someone wants to come and see you, where are you located? We are located mm-hmm. at 359 East Main Street in Mount Kisco, New York. Mount Kisco. Right? And our telephone number is 914-241-3003. Or you can visit us online. The practice is the Center for Dermatology. So the website is thecenterforderm.com. You heard it. The Center for uh, Derm. The Center for Derm.com. Well, I had to have you on because my wife... You know, every time she has girlfriends over the house, they always rave about. I, I mean, we've been friends. I mean, for a long, long time. Let's full disclosure here. But they rave about Doctor David Bank, and I go, you know what? I go, John, I gotta have Doctor, I gotta have Doctor David Bank on. You know, and I always tell people that full disclosure. I know you uh, many, many years. Sure. But um, I just thought it would be great to have you on because I'm interested in it. You definitely see a lot of men. And women, you have an impeccable reputation. Everybody always raves about you that you just say, I'm not doing anything. I don't need your money. I don't, I'm not doing anything that I don't think you need. But uh, uh, anything else you want to add before we sign off? It's been an absolute pleasure, Chaz, as always. Oh, no. And by the way, that honey pizza is fantastic. Oh, the honey pepperoni pizza. Yes. Yes. He came to my restaurant, had the honey pepperoni pizza, and he loved it. Absolutely. Love that. Maybe we could do a barter system. I'll give you honey pepperoni pizza. You give me a few. few. I'm just kidding. Done. <laughs> David, it was great to see you. Chaz, always a pleasure. Dr. David Bank, go to his website. Call him if you have anything uh, you, know, you want to talk about. Because somebody could come in for a free consultation or of just course. to see. They can do that? Of course. Okay. All right. This is Chaz Palminteri. You're listening to the Chaz Palminteri Podcast. Don't forget my shows. Uh, go to chazpalmentary.net. You'll see where I'm playing. My restaurant in White Plains, 264 Main Street in White Plains, Chaz Palmentary's. The pizza is off the charts, especially the honey pepperoni. My pizza in, uh, well, we, only, we only sell pizza in, in White Plains. In Manhattan, <clears throat> 30 West 46th Street. Incredible place, romantic You'll have a great time. God bless you and see you next week.